Mind Your Subconscious is the podcast that provides you with techniques and knowledge about your subconscious mind, the part of your brain that lets you control your ego and create an extraordinary reality with your thoughts. We invite meditation, hypnosis, NLP, EFT, and other experts to help you master the most powerful part of your brain. Your host is Jennifer Schlüter, who quit her job as managing editor of 22 newspapers to travel the world and work online just after one hypnosis session. A nomad ever since 2016, Jennifer is now a certified hypnotist and helps people transform their dreams into reality. Hi and welcome to this week's episode of Mind Your Subconscious. This week I'm speaking to Brittany. She's a medical intuitive, which means she can basically feel herself into another person's body and tell them what is going on with them mentally and physically. She even predicted a woman's breast cancer. She's absolutely incredible. Tune into this interview and have a great rest of your week. Hey everybody, this is Jenny and today we're here with Brittany. And Brittany, go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know what you do. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Brittany. Um, I am a medical intuitive, and I also consider myself an alignment alchemist. I've been called many things, and I've called myself many things, but I think those are the two terms that kind of you know, resonate the most with me and kind of describe what I do the best. Um, so. What I specifically do in my work is I do energy work with people and I've actually been doing this for a really, really long time. I just didn't know what it was. So I've actually been doing it probably even since I was a kid. Um, so what happens is when I'm in the room with somebody, I can actually sense what is going on in their body and I feel it in my own body as well. It's actually pretty common. Um, there are a lot of people that are very sensitive to energy, and there are a lot of people who are considered empathic, and so they might not be aware of it, you know, or they might be aware that, you know, when they're in the room with their mother, they feel angry when she's angry. But with me, it's a little bit more detailed than that. So I started with, you know, realizing I was feeling those things. And then I started saying like, so I got certified in Reiki and I started doing energy work. And when I like was having someone on the table doing their session, I started seeing like all of these energy meridians in the body. And it was like totally crazy. Like the visuals of it were like just amazing. It was kind of like seeing a highway in someone's body. And I would start getting like, I, I didn't know what was going on. It was kind of like super intense at first. And I um, would hear messages and I figured out that it was from like their spiritual team and from their higher self and their subconscious. And these messages would point me to specific areas on the body where they had like an imbalance or there might be a tumor growing or let's say they've had headaches since they were a child, and it would tell me like, hey, here's the exact root of why this is going on. Um, and so when I do sessions with people, I, 
I've been, you know, working on my craft a little bit more. And so now when I'm doing it, I can get in an hour, I might get like 10 pages of messages, which is like totally amazing. And it's like, it just comes right out of the person's energy body. It's super cool. And once I get those messages, that's when I can say like, you know, I talk to the person afterwards and I'll tell them, hey, you know, this is what I saw. This is what's going on. And then I can also help them going forward. Like, you know, what can we do with all this information and how can we change your life? That sounds super amazing. So please give us some examples of your clients that you've had and how you've helped them. Okay, so let's see. Um, one of my, I don't want to say favorite clients because I love them all. But one of my clients that I really closely worked with, um, he actually had a stutter since, you know, he was a child. And so the first time I actually met him in like a natural health food store that I always frequent. And even when I first met him, I felt kind of like, oh, he could be my friend, but I could tell that he was like super nervous to talk to me, which, you know, I wasn't sure if it's like, oh, because I'm a girl or, you know, maybe he thought I was cute or something. But then I was seeing him interact with other customers as well. And I noticed that he had the same nervousness where he, he would almost like, like for me, I could see the energy in his body where it's like, he wanted to say something and he wanted to speak, you know, just in a flow, but he couldn't do it. There was something internal with him that was stopping him from really just like saying what he felt like saying or speaking with clarity. And so I was talking to him a little bit more in the store and he, you know, actually we talked about energy work and stuff and he was like, I told him what I do and he was like super excited about it. So we started having sessions together. And the first time that he came over for a session, um, he, my boyfriend actually, you know, let him the door and stuff. And I remember the first thing he said to me when he sat down, um, my, my client was, he said, I don't know if I said something stupid to your boyfriend. And he was like very embarrassed that you know, just like about saying the right thing. He was very much like he wanted to crawl inside his skin because he wasn't sure if like he embarrassed himself. And he was very, he wasn't timid once we started talking, but you could tell that he was kind of filtering himself. And so I started working with him in sessions and I started realizing like, okay, there's a lot of stuff that we can unravel together. So we started doing two hour sessions. And in these sessions, like, I was seeing such profound changes in him. Uh, it was just, like, incredible. Like, I'm getting goosebumps right now. But even in those sessions, like, he would tell me about things that he did at work where he stood up for himself, where he would never be able to do that before. Um, another experience he had where he was working for someone else where it was just too draining on him. So we had a conversation with that person, all of these things where he started using his voice work, he never would have been able to do that before because he had these really deep blockages in his mind and his body to where he thought that it didn't matter what he had to say. 
and he's become a really close friend of mine and seeing him, you know, just seeing him out places and talking about things he wants to try and do, it's like a totally different person. And I rarely hear him stutter and we didn't, you know, it comes up sometimes, but we didn't really even work for that long together. So it's really cool to see how, you know, our, our bodies are so ready to heal and they're so receptive to, you know, this new life that we, that we have waiting for us that's on the other side of fear. And it's so interesting to see, like, once you really start talking, you know, in a positive way to yourself and you start affirming that you do matter in this world, your body and your spirit and your mind just respond so quickly. And it's so amazing to see that. Mm, I love what you just said. Like your our bodies are so ready to heal, and and you know we're so ready to to step into this new life. What's waiting on the other side, so to say. So tell us um, another example that you've had that was really incredible. What maybe you surprised yourself with? Um, so I think something that was really incredible for me that was kind of like an oh my a, like a light bulb moment not like it was just like so astounding for me and I really was like I already knew I was good at this but I was kind of like wow like this is next level um, so I was at a bonfire um, I met this woman I was at a shamanic bonfire and I sat next to her and at this time I was having a lot of anxiety socially. I didn't really like, I didn't like talking to other people without them coming up to me first. It was really hard for me at that time. But this woman, she was just so easy to talk to. And I, and I found her like, you know, she, she had talked to me about, she does therapy. And so we had a lot in common with just like the stuff we do and stuff we could talk about. She was really, you know, a, a nice spirit to, to kind of talk to at that time. So I ended up, she was talking a little bit. So the shaman in the ceremony was asking if anybody had questions about what he was presenting. And she had asked something about her health. So when she mentioned the word diagnosis, I knew that she... I knew that something was going on with her and I didn't like sit there. I don't just scan people without their permission. Like sometimes I feel their energy, but I'm not going to sit there and like, you know, read their whole history without them wanting that, you know? So I knew something was going on with her. And so whenever we had like left later, I had mentioned to her, you know, I, I gave her my number said like, I would love to connect with you because you know, we had talked and had a lot in common. And I mentioned what I do. And she said, like, yeah, she's had Reiki done before. And so I was actually really nervous for this session, because most of the people that come to me, they might have had Reiki done, but she seemed like she knew about it a little bit more. So I was like, I, I was really nervous. Like, I kind of felt like in my head, I was like, Oh, no, I have to prove myself you know, that's not really the case. All I have to do is tap into my work, but my mind got in the way. So when she came over for the session, I kind of like, I got like in a strange place. Like I didn't, 
I, I was like working from that anxiety mind instead of going into the flow of my work. And so I started kind of like repeating what she had said with the shaman and I was like, wait a second, I'm just doing this out of nerves. Like it was one of the first people I worked on really. And then I, I just took a deep breath and I was like, okay, this, this isn't me. This is my anxiety, you know? And so with that deep breath, I, I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing in my head. I'm saying this, I know what I'm doing. And you know, this is the work that I'm good at. This is my life purpose. And so I started reading her and it was like one of the most amazing sessions. She had like such a beautiful light energy. And, you know, I usually talk a lot during the sessions. She was like, oh my God, I resonate with that so much. And she was crying. And then what really shocked me was I knew she had some type of diagnosis. I didn't have any clue what it was because I don't ask questions beforehand. I just read the energy. So when I got to um, her heart chakra area, which is like, you know, the breast area, I felt something really dense. And I was like, I wonder if she knows about it. You know, in my head, I was like, I wonder, does she know about this? And then I was like, oh, yeah, she said she had a diagnosis, but we didn't talk about what for. And so, um, she actually, I could feel in that energy area that it was like a tight ball. And so I spoke with her afterwards and it turned out that she had a breast cancer that was developing and she had just recently gotten diagnosed with that. So that was like, my mind was just blown because I knew that I could see these things, but to it just feels like cancer sometimes like, you know, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I don't say that I'm a medical professional, but being intuitive about something that, you know, it just seemed next level to me. It seemed like, Oh my God, I can do this. Like I can see anything, you know, it was just so cool. That is really, really amazing. And so now go ahead and tell us a little bit about how your work has to do with the subconscious mind. Wow, there's so many ways I was thinking about this, and there's so many ways that it taps into the subconscious. Um, so one of the really cool things that happens with every single one of my clients that sees me or that I do distance work with is when we have a session that day, they'll get like the most amazing sleep they've ever had in their entire life. Or they'll say, like, I haven't slept that way since I was a little kid. And a lot of the people that I work with have trauma and they have um, sleep disorders or, you know, they have ins insomnia because of the nightmares that they're having with that trauma. So what's really cool is, so when, basically when you get into this place where let's say that you just did a session with me you're getting into a really relaxed state of mind. So what's happening is the brainwave state that you're going into is allowing your mind and your body and spirit to be really, really receptive to, you know, the suggestions that I'm giving you. And the other cool part is 
like I don't even have to even speak anything. The energy that I'm sending with intention is is going really deeply into your body, but because most people are so extremely relaxed during the session, there it's not just reaching like your conscious level because on the conscious level some people might be skeptical or they might say like you know that's where a lot of um our doubts can come up or some people you know just might say stay in an anxious state whereas if you're reaching the subconscious mind the subconscious is a lot more receptive to like oh hey this is a new idea this is something that you know maybe we haven't thought of in a long time and the subconscious is also the place where once you get the um the basis of you know your shadows and your fears once you can kind of talk to those you know areas in a compassionate manner then you're also being able to kind of pull up a lot of skills and a lot of natural talents that you you might not have even you know thought of in years or you may not have even considered as being a gift you have because you know you didn't see it as a career or something like that so you know it's not just okay I'm relaxing the body and it feels really good I have a lot of clients that I work with where you know I'll read their energy body which is you know touching into the subconscious and I will actually see like oh, you're supposed to work with children and, you know, you're supposed to teach children music. So I'm really getting deeply into that part of the brain that some people can't access, you know, all the time on their own because they're not getting into that deeply relaxed state. They're, you know, they might be in a state of fight or flight all the time. And it's really cool because it's like, a lot of people know a little bit about the subconscious and they might know that, okay, that's what kind of runs the show. That's where, you know, I hold my belief system. But there are a lot of people that believe that those things can't be changed. And I actually, so I went to school for neuroscience. Um, I studied psychology and that was like, my absolute favorite topic was neuroscience. And I remember when I was in class, we had a we had a video that we watched in our class. And it was a small girl, she was like maybe five or six, and she had seizures, but she had them only on one side of her body. And she was a dancer, like that's what her, I guess, not profession, but that's what she liked to do for, for fun. And so her parents were like, we need to make sure that she can dance. So they had this procedure done where they took out half of her brain, which is like totally amazing. And they took out half of her brain and the brain has something called plasticity. So what happened was she, I've seen videos of her now and she can totally dance like with absolute ease. And what happens was the brain takes over the functions of the other hemisphere that was taken out. So what I'm doing is I'm uncovering these, you know, gifts and talents that you have. A lot of times people's higher purpose comes through. And I'm basically just saying like, 
hey, this is a message from your higher self or your subconscious, you know, your ancestors. And these messages are going to show you exactly what you need to know about who you are and how you can bring those gifts to the world. And it's like, people are astonished that, you know, they can change anything. And that's what is so amazing about my work is that, you know, anything that we go through, whether it presents as like a physical pain or an illness or a disease, these are all things that we can change once we tap into the subconscious mind. And there's literally nothing that, you know, it can't work on. Absolutely. I love it. So now, how did you really hone your skills when it comes to medical intuitiveness? Or how does one do that? Okay, so I think the most important thing for me as far as like honing my skills in this craft was that I didn't really have like a textbook on it. So there's not like, you know, there's people that are, are saying, oh, I'm a medical intuitive as well. But I found that a lot of my practices were intuitive for me. Like, so a lot of the things that I wanted to do in my craft were things that I would just, you know, sit down and meditate and I would hear like an idea for it through my meditation practice. So a lot of the stuff that I do, it requires that I'm in a space of quiet where I can connect to the divine and I can connect to, you know, my higher self and my subconscious. Because I found that if I'm not doing the work myself, then I, I just don't have the confidence to, to go forward with my purpose. And so what I do to kind of hone these skills and I'm actually opening like a teaching workshop on this because I found it's like, it's not something that I could find someone else teaching really. Um, but I, I kind of just got a bunch of energy techniques, you know, energy work techniques. And I, I kind of examined them. I would test them. And I really just researched it on myself. And then, you know, when I would have a client come in, I would, you know, I wouldn't say like, hey, I'm trying a new method, but I would see how it, how their body responded to that. And then I would tailor like specifically to that person. Oh, okay. They need me to, you know, work more on their foot area or they might have anxiety. They need me to work more on their head. And so it's really it really takes a lot of dedicated practice as far as you have to really want to, you know, know about yourself and in knowing about yourself, you can, you can start to learn like, okay, I have energy all throughout my body. So I can sit here, like you are your own manual, which is like the coolest thing ever because, you know, you don't have to, buy like a big textbook and you know learn the anatomy of your whole body you can do that with your eyes closed you can start to tap into the meridians and you can feel the energy you can feel and sense you know with your mind and your eyes closed you can feel okay it's it's a little bit more dense in this area 
And then, you know, what I'm teaching, I have an apprentice now. And what I'm teaching that apprentice is there are actually, you know, like little charts and references that you can look at that tell you, okay, if you have physical pain, let's say it's in your left hip, then this is the emotional root of it. So once you have the emotional root of it, you can go, and this is what I work with, you know, on my clients, you can go and say, okay, the emotional root of, you know, let's, you have TMJ and you've always had jaw pain. The emotional root of that is you're holding anger and you're not speaking your truth. So once you know the root, then you have the ability to tap into the subconscious, make affirmations to kind of, you know, balance that out and release it. You can change your lifestyle with different actions. You can meditate and journal on it. So there's a lot of ways to release that physical pain. But yeah, like I said, it's, it's everything goes back to reading your own emotional body. Um, so when I'm out places, I'll do little psychic tests for myself. Uh, so I might be out somewhere. Let's say that I'm sitting on a bench somewhere. And what I'll do is I'll close my eyes and I will say like, I'm activating my clairvoyant abilities and I'll keep my eyes closed. And then whenever somebody walks by, I will have my eyes shut and I will guess things about the person. Like I'll say it's a man and he has back pain. So he hunches his shoulders and I'll really try to feel into just that one person's energy so that, you know, I'm not reading their whole body. I'm just doing like a little test and it's not too overwhelming where I'm, you know, in the middle of a crowd trying to guess, trying to like, you know, establish what 30 people are going through. So there are a lot of tiny practices that you can do on a daily basis. And it really all comes back to having that knowledge of yourself. And like I said, that's something that I'm really excited about teaching other people too. Okay, amazing. And so you said you can also, you know, like scan yourself and you're the best example for yourself. How do you work on yourself and how do you, um, do you heal yourself or do you also um, look to other people to help you? So I definitely, I'm very self-reliant. I have, I have a little stubbornness with that. <laughs> so I can, I can sometimes have a hard time asking for help from others. Um, so I, with my story, like the way that my life has gone, I, I always identified when I was younger with, it started in high school where I was getting sick all the time. And it started like, it was never like I would get a cold or had a cough and then it would go away. It was like, I had mono for three weeks and I like, every time I got sick, I was like fully incapacitated. Like I couldn't do anything else. And, you know, and I got Lyme disease when I was starting college. After that, I was getting sick all the time. Um, and at that time I had no clue about energy work at all. I didn't know like what it was. I was in the medical 
or the mainstream, you know, medical realm of you take this antibiotic and then you get better and that's it. I didn't really eat well. I wasn't aware that the body could heal itself. And I started having like, I started having a lot of the mentality that I needed someone else to save me. And I, I kept thinking like, oh, I'll find this incredible doctor, like, you know, Dr. House or something. I'll find this awesome doctor who is like totally trained in autoimmune diseases. And, you know, they can tell me like a protocol to go on and I'll do that and I'll eat whatever I have to eat. But I didn't address the emotional root of it. And that is why I didn't get better. I would get a little bit better and then I would like go back and forth, like kind of just, you know, a seesaw. I was up and down. And then I, I started experiencing, like I had some really severe traumas that happened in my life and I just went downhill entirely. Like I couldn't take care of myself. I didn't want to take care of myself, which was, you know, kind of worse for me. I, I was like, it shook me so much that I, I thought that I could not live my life in a, in, you know, a harmonious way. Again, I was afraid of everything. I didn't know, like, I didn't know who I was and I didn't know how to get back to that part of me. And then I had a woman, you know, I posted in this group that I belonged to it was like a healing group. And I said, here's all my symptoms. Like, I think I have Lyme disease again. And I was like completely desperate. I, I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. Please help me somebody, basically. And I had this woman message me and she told me, hey, I do energy work. And I was like, okay, cool. What is that? I don't know what that is. Um, so I was kind of like, I wasn't skeptical because I would have tried anything at that point, but I was unsure of what she could do for me, basically. But she was like, I'll work for free for you. I want to help you. And I want to show you that this doesn't have to be your life. And I was like, okay, I can get on board with that. You know, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> and so she started doing sessions on me. She would, but she lived in Texas, which was the crazy part to me. I was like, you know, how can you help me from all the way over there? But I was receptive to it because I wanted to get better no matter what it took. So she started doing these sessions on me. I think they were like maybe like every other week or something. And the very first session she did with me, I fell asleep so hard. Like I, I just remember it felt like somebody, like a very motherly feeling someone just like soothed all my muscles out and I was like totally relaxed and I just fell right asleep and I had been having trouble sleeping like at all so for me to experience that I was like okay now I know that something is out there that that is not something I ever would have thought you know like I didn't know this existed and it took me a couple years I I didn't know, you know, at that time, I was not ready to take charge of my own health and my life. I wasn't ready. And so that didn't, you know, take effect fully for me yet. 
And then a few years later, I had, you know, this is a long story, but I had an experience where I had a suicide attempt myself. And I went to this place where it's kind of like the upside down if you've seen Stranger Things. Um, so I went to this place that was like a totally different realm. And I heard a message from some, one of my friend's brothers who had passed away. He had been killed a couple years ago. And he told me that I was not supposed to be there and that I was not supposed to be dead. Like I was, this was a mistake. He's like, he was telling me like, I have a role to heal people. And, and I just remember like, I can still feel goosebumps from it because it was so intense. And he told me very specifically, when you go back into your body, you're going to see everything as it is and nothing will be an illusion anymore. So when I came back into my body, I had been like in an emotionally abusive relationship and my job was really toxic too. When I got back, I was like totally open, like in the sense that I could feel everything that I was numbing myself to or that I didn't want to see. And when I felt that, I quit my job. I ended that relationship. You know, I was, that's when I started doing the energy work myself and I would do it over distance for people and I would just try it. I had no manual or anything, no teacher. I would just try it. And people were like, Oh my God, what did you do? It's so great. And so that's when I knew I could do it. Um, but it, it was something was, you know, I, I wanted to start a business then, but something was like still in my way or something. And so I experienced another trauma, which was like the most significant and distressing one that I've had. And with that trauma, I, I completely unraveled like more so than I've ever experienced in my life before that. And I, had to, I know this sounds really extreme, but I had to come to the point where I almost died again because I was not dealing with my emotional state. And I, it was the same thing as before. I wanted a medical explanation. I wanted someone to tell me like, oh, you know, you have Crohn's disease. That's why you can't eat or digest food. But it was all emotionally rooted and I didn't talk about my trauma or I didn't process it yet. So when, I mean, this is like a total, I've had like so many experiences that are like, could be considered like totally insane, but I had an experience where my GPS on my phone was actually rerouting me to this studio in Swarthmore, you know, in the area where I live. And it kept rerouting me. Anytime I would try to go somewhere else, it was rerouting me to this wellness studio. And I didn't know what it was because I'd never been there before. And when I actually, like the one day I was like, okay, I've had enough. Like, I'm going to go to the studio and see what's there. So when I got there, like, it, I don't even know. It's so crazy. But it was like Reiki, acupuncture, massage, whatever. 
And so I walked over to the bulletin board to see, you know, what services they had. And the, um, the paper that was addressing Reiki and had my master teacher on it, who I worked with after that, it was literally like coming off the wall, like, like waving back and forth, like somebody, like, you know, there was wind in there. So I kind of like freaked out a little bit. I'm like, I'm looking around for a vent and like seeing if there's air conditioning making it through that. But it, there was nothing in there. And I even took a video of it before. And like, so I, I walked away and I, I was like, maybe I need some water. <laughs> like, maybe I need to eat something, you know. And I walked back over to the wall. And as soon as I put my hand up towards the wall, it did the same thing again. So I was like kind of tripping out on that. <laughs> but, you know, I, I was like, okay, this obviously means something. So I, I um, booked a call or booked a session with the woman who was on the board doing advertising Reiki. And the first session I had with her, she was like, who are you? Like, you were meant to be here. You were meant to find me. This is your calling. And she was like, I don't know how you deal with all this energy that, you know, you haven't been meditating and stuff like that because I was a mess. But I was, it was okay. Like, that's where I needed to be. Um, so that took me on a journey, obviously. <laughs> um, so I think what I learned from that is there is this empowerment to, to healing ourselves where it doesn't have to be like, you know, you're such a hermit that you don't ask other people for help because that can be really toxic too. I found out that, you know, that wasn't good for me either. Um, so it's like having this balance of having a support system, but making sure that you know that if there was no one else in the world that you could survive because you have this innate ability to heal yourself and you don't need anyone else but you you as a human you know you need a support system and that's okay too absolutely and i love how you went on this journey and whatever happened to you and how it led you to where you are today that's so amazing so what is next for you I have a few programs, a few courses actually that I'm running and I'm really excited about those because like I'm kind of like bursting open with all the stuff that I want to teach right now and and that's something that's really cool about the meditation practice that I um, teach people when I work with them is it just opens you up entirely to all these new creative ideas and ways that you can express yourself in the world, which I've, you know, had trouble with for a long time. So one of the groups that I'm doing is it's going to teach people how to access their innate wisdom. And so what happens with a lot of people is they have a lot of mind chatter and they have a lot of doubts and they have a lot of reasons why they won't start something that they really, really want to do. It could be like, you know, their biggest dream, but there's something that is stopping them from that. And usually it's your mind that's telling you like, hey, here's all the reasons why this isn't going to work out. So in this group, I, I'm using a lot of psychology practices 
to show people when that is coming up for them and how to release it. And then after that, we would access their inner wisdom, which is going to be, you know, in their third eye. It's also going to be in the space of your heart. And I'm really going to be showing people like, hey, this is what your higher self has to say. This is what, this is like the, you know, part of your subconscious that wants to tell you that these are your innate gifts. Because I noticed that there are a lot of people who, you know, are mystics or who are very spiritual or who are even medically intuitive that they don't feel like they know what to do with their gifts or they don't know how to like truly access them. Because like I said before, there's not really like a manual for this kind of stuff. There's, and it can be overwhelming that way because you can go on YouTube and find like 50 videos, right? You can find anything. But it's really for me about saying like, okay, here's a three-step approach. Like, you know, I have this training from school in neuroscience and psychology that can help you with all of this that you're going through. Then I also have like my own learned experiences of what I personally went through. And, you know, you don't have to go on 10 retreats. I can just tell you like, hey, this works because I used it and I use it on my clients too. And it's really like, um, for me, it's really amazing to have the opportunity to offer this to people, to show them that like, it doesn't have to be this crazy hustle to like working all the time if you want to have your own healing business. And you don't have to like, you don't have to hide who you really are because the world is waiting for people to awaken. You know, the world is waiting for people to really step into their gifts and to come from that place of, okay, this is what my heart wants. This is what my soul is speaking to me to, you know, this is how I can help other people or help myself heal. And so that, so that's, yeah, that's one of the groups that I'm doing. And I'm really excited about, and I also have another group that is like, it's going to be a longer duration and it's like a total, it's like a total makeover for your, for your chakra system. So it's going to, it's going to access like the really deep stuff so that you can acknowledge it and give it compassion, but then you can release it and you can rewrite your story. like so that you don't have to be in this place where you're trying to move forward, but you don't know what's keeping you stuck. And you can say like, okay, this is exactly what I need. You know, my energetic reading from, you know, what Brittany scanned me on can tell me like, okay, this is exactly what I need. And I'm giving you the exact tools to process what you need to process in a safe place. That sounds all wonderful. We're going to link to all of these in the podcast notes. And so now, Brittany, please go ahead and tell us how uh, our audience can best find you and connect with you. Okay, so the best way, I think right now I have a website that's in development, so I'm not exactly there yet with that. Um, but I like to connect with people on Facebook. I, I share a lot of stories and I share you know, some tips I share about the groups that I'm holding and 
a lot of courses that I'll be running. So my Facebook is, my main page is Brittany. It's B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y. And the last name is MC. And I just ask that people send me a message so they can say like, hey, I found you on the podcast and I really want to connect with you because Otherwise, I might not accept your friend request because I don't know you. <laughs> so that is one thing that one way you can connect with me. And then I also have an Instagram that I'm launching. Um, so on the Instagram, I do a lot of Oracle card pulls and tarot pulls. I have some giveaways and like some bonus offers. And I also offer a lot of like diagrams so you can learn stuff too. And the Instagram is the.brittany.elizabeth. And that's going to be launching really soon. So I'm excited about that. Amazing. Congratulations. Um, so yeah, thank you so much, Brittany, for being on the podcast. I really appreciate you sharing your wisdom and your time with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Love this episode of Mind Your Subconscious? Subscribe, rate, and leave a review on whichever platform you're listening. It's very much appreciated. Thank you so much. Catch our next episode every Monday.